This podcast is sponsored by the Faith Mission Christian Fellowship Church Incorporated, continuing the vision for end time ministry. Be sure to purchase Kerry Golston's first ever publication, Go Teach My People Faith, co-authored by Lisa Williams, now available on Amazon.com. We believe that you'll receive wisdom, understanding, favor of God and men, help to all your flesh and bones, and revelation knowledge as you partake of the word. And we believe that your faith is growing exceedingly. In Jesus' name, amen. Come visit us at 160 West 129th Street in Harlem, New York. We'd love to see your face in the place. But for now, enjoy today's message. chapter 4. This is when Jesus was speaking to the woman at the well and we want to pick up here in the 22nd verse. And he says to the woman, ye worship, ye know not what. We know what we worship. For salvation is of the Jews. But the hour cometh and now is when the true worshipers, the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. Now turn, please, to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. 1 Thessalonians, the 5th chapter, and the 23rd verse, and it reads this way. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And as I said to them in Pennsylvania this morning, sanctify you wholly, wholly meaning completely. And notice what he says. The God of peace sanctify or set you apart completely. Now watch this. Sanctify you wholly, and I pray God your whole, now you're going to talk about the whole. What makes the whole? Your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Until he gets here, spirit, soul, and body, wholly, completely, be preserved blameless. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, where we were on Wednesday, we were talking about the separation of soul and spirit. And as I said on Wednesday, I believe this is one of the major areas that Christians are missing in. There's so many of the major areas. Lord Jesus, this is just another one. This is where they are missing it wholly, completely. So if you would please turn in your Bibles to Hebrews chapter 4. Go forward. 
If you go back, you're going the wrong way. Hebrews, the fourth chapter, and the twelfth verse. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, of the joints and marrow, and as a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. But what I want us to look at is, the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing of sunder of soul and spirit. The only thing, the only entity in the earth that can divide soul from spirit is the word of God. Watch out now. We want to relate this to healing. It applies across the board, but we want to relate it to healing because most people in the body of Christ, okay, Lord, I'm going to say that. Most people in the body of Christ do fail to receive their healing because they're trying to capture it with their minds. They're trying to receive healing through the soulless realm. Through the mind, the will, the emotions, the intellect, or the imagination. That's how they're trying to receive their healing. And he said, you must worship him in spirit. And if you're going to receive from him, you're going to receive in spirit. You are never going to receive from God trying to capture it with your mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Most of us have tried. We've, I mean, we've used confession. We've used reading the word to try to, to garner up the energy to receive our healing. And that's strictly in the soulless realm. That's strictly a part of the flesh. That is not the spirit. As I said to them on Wednesday, most of our praise and worship is in the soulless realm. It's not in the spirit. Because we go by what sounds good. We go by what, you know, I, I like that, or I like him. What's that got to do with the spirit? That's your feelings. That's your likes and your dislikes. It has nothing to do with the book. And Jesus said, my word is spirit and truth. So anything outside of spirit and truth or outside of the word is of the flesh. So again, as I said on Wednesday, it doesn't matter how well you can sing. You may not be able to carry a note in a bucket with a lid on it. Like me. <laughs> but I can sing in the spirit. See, I can worship him in spirit because I'm not in the flesh. Because it's not about what it sounds like. God's receiving because you're in the spirit. That's how he wants you to worship him, and he's not going to accept it any other way. But notice, he said only the word has the power to divide soul and spirit. So how am I going to know whether I'm in the spirit or I'm in the soulish realm? You can't. you got to take and run to the book. What does it say here? 
does it say? So when you get, like I said in Pennsylvania this morning, when you get a doctor's report, a wicked, an evil report that says you have, you have cancer and we give you six months to live, that may be according to the chart. It may be according to the diagnosis. It may be according to the x-ray. But what you should do, that's in the soulish realm. See, that's in your thinking, in your mind, in his training, in his understanding, the way the doctor has been trained. That's in him. But that is not in the spirit. So when I get that report, I look at the report. I say, wait a minute. I got to go check it. I got to go check it. See, I got to get out of the, I got to get out of the flesh. I got to get out of the soulish realm. And I got to get in the spirit. So I run over here because only the, only the word. Only the word can divide soul and spirit. Are you catching this? Only the word can divide soul and truth and, and spirit. So what happens is I have to come over here to the truth. But I see the x-ray. I can read the report as a lie. Both of them can't be true. Either that's true or this is true. One is the truth and one is a lie. Say, yeah, but you don't understand. Can you read? Yeah, I can read this. See, because I made a choice. When I chose to go with Jesus, I chose to go all the way. So if I go all the way with Jesus, I have to read what he said, not what the doctor said. I have to read what Jesus said, not what the economists say. Because the economists say, oh, there's a depression coming. And I go back to the book and it says, but my God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory by Christ. So now I got to, wait a minute, I cannot listen to this. See, I got to go with truth. I have to worship him in spirit and in truth. So I got to get back in the spirit. I cannot stay in the flesh or in the soulish realm. This is where we miss it. This is where we miss it, see? That's why when you come in with a foot ache and you want hands laid on you and, and they lay hands on you and he's, I, 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 I still feel it. I, 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 it's still hurting. What, is, what has that got to do with what's written in the book? You got to get out of the soulish realm, out of the flesh, and get into the spirit. I know what it feels like. See, we're not we're, we're supposed to walk by faith, not by sight. Sight, feeling, hearing, smelling, tasting. We're not supposed to walk by that. We're supposed to walk by faith. So I have to go back to faith so I can tell body how it feels. Because body will give you some alarming symptoms. Body will give alarming symptoms and your soul will pick it up and say, we hurting. <laughs> Amen. We in pain. But see, you got to go with the truth. And when you go, and see, this is the, the dividing of soul and spirit. We can't do it. Only the word can do it. That's why you can't do it without the word. You cannot because you will not know the difference. 
Y'all didn't catch that. See, you don't know the difference. It sounds just like, it feels just like, it acts just like, just like I said with my testimony about that night that, that the angel, that there yeah, was no angel, it was with black angel or somebody, he came up in the house there, you know, and tell me, this night thou shalt surely die. You know, you know, sounded like God. It sounded like God. So I assumed the position. <laughs> Amen. The Spirit of God said, I thought he said, don't you trust me? I said, oh, man. Yeah, I trust you, Lord. <laughs> I you peeping, you know. What going to happen? You know? No, no. No, but that was not the Spirit of God. Because as I laid there, waiting to die, another voice, voice rose up on the inside of me. Death is an enemy. And I jumped up and said, that's you, devil. That was you. That wasn't God. But it sounds just like God. Because I'm used to God speaking to me. And I heard it just as clear as a bell. Don't you trust me? Because I was laying down there and I, and I felt it. I felt that. I felt death coming on me. I felt I literally felt death coming on me. Did you know death was a personality? Did you know that? The scripture talks about the death angel coming. That's a personality. And I felt him coming on me. And here I go to yield to it. Because I heard a voice. And the voice said, don't you trust me? Sounded like God to me. I'm acquainted with his voice. But it wasn't him. Because he said, death is an enemy. Death is an enemy. I recognized that voice. I said, that was you, devil. That was you. I jumped up. You know, you jump up when you think you're going to die. You, know that. you don't want to lay down. <laughs> you know, see, if folks start keeling over, they feel they keel. They won't stand up. Because they think if I can stand up, I won't die. <laughs> so I jumped up. So what happened? I couldn't discern the difference between soul and spirit. Sounded just like, because the word says that don't be, don't be uh, uh, amazed that, that the, the devil can transform his angels into angels of light to deceive you. What's going to let you know the difference? The word, the word, that's the only way. That's the, that's the only way you can discern the difference because he will, he will separate the two. Say, this is word. And this isn't. This is word and this isn't. This is word and this isn't. This is truth and this isn't. This is spirit. This is soul. Only the word can do that. Only the word can do that. So now, when it comes to healing, we have to force ourselves to resist the report, we have to force ourselves to resist the pain. We have to force ourselves to resist the symptoms. Now watch this. Very often, when you get an evil report, they, they want to make it uh, clear. So they'll tell you. You got six months. 
And in two months, this is going to start happening to you. In three months, this is going to start happening to you. Why do you need to tell me that? Because you want me to expect it. They want you to expect this to start happening, and you expect it, so you start yielding to it. The doctor said, in three months. And that's what people do. That's what they do. See, they, they expect it, so it begins to happen. Because remember, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. That word hope is expectation. What you expect. So that's why the doctor will tell you, you know, in such a certain amount of time, you're going to lose your sight. That's what they told Brother Hagin. I said, no, no individual who has the problems that you have have ever lived beyond their 16th birthday. And at and if they make it to 14, 15, they will be bedfast. They'll be paralyzed. He lost everything they said he was going to lose. And he began to die before his 16th birthday. He went blind. He lost, he lost, he lost all use of his limbs. Why? Because he was expecting that. Words are powerful. Words are powerful. Words are powerful. And see, the, the, the word declares that if any two of you on earth shall agree. You ever notice how, how, how well these, these principles work when it's against you? <laughs> they work real good when it's against you. You know why? Because it works when it's for you, but the devil tries to hinder so if you just turn that thing around and say, wait a minute. When I said something negative, it came to pass like that. But when I say something positive, it seemed like it takes forever. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, again, we got to divide soul and spirit. And you can only do that with the word. So anytime you get a read, they say, oh, chaka most, isna, bashanango. Yeah. This is why it's so important that you don't wait for an evil report. This is why it's so important that you read your word daily. This is why it's so important that you pray daily. This is why it's so important that you make your confessions daily. Because, see, you don't wait for the thing to come after you. you I mean, you be prayed up, stayed up, laid up, and ready to go. Amen. I don't have to go trying to find the Bible. It's already in me. It's already in my spirit. It because it starts to come out of my mouth as soon. What 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 you say? No, no. I don't accept that. I don't accept that because I have a more sure word of prophecy in the book. A more sure word. Listen, we have authority. Jesus says, all power has been given unto me in heaven and in earth. Therefore, you go. In other words, when he said that, he delegated that authority to us. Now, watch this. The only thing we don't have authority over is other people. But that means I got authority over my body. I, I, me, 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 the real me, spirit, spirit, the real. You can't see me. I'm taller than what you see. 
laugh too much. Y'all come back here. Get back in the spirit. Come on, come on. Yeah. See, it's 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 you. The real you is the spirit person. You have a soul, and you live in a body, and the real you, the spirit, has authority over your soul and your body. You're the real you, your spirit, has authority over your soul and your body. So instead of us yielding to the soul and the body, let the spirit tell the soul and the body. That's why Romans 12, talking about renewing your mind, that's what he's talking about. Because as a man thinketh, so is he. And how does he think? He thinks based on what he hears and sees. I'll find that pocket in a minute. <laughs> he see, see he, he thinks that way based on what he hears and what he sees. If all he sees is poverty, if all he sees is sickness and disease, if all he sees is lack, and on the other side of that picture, if all he sees is black. And he's been told all his life that that means less than. That means get back. That means you cannot have. You cannot attain to. He believes that. Because as he thinketh, so is he. As he thinketh, so is he. I was so sorry to hear. Oh, Harry Belafonte ranting and raving and carrying on. I said, my God, poor, poor brother. He thinks that way. That's why he believes that way. He believes that everybody is against him. He believes that, you know, because of his skin color, you know, he's held back. He's, no, no, not as long as I got this. See, this, this will separate soul and spirit. And if I go with him, I go with God, he'll take me to the top. Remember Psalm 91? Remember Psalm 91? You remember the fact that the, the word says that when we're born again, we're seated together with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We're seated on a throne. So next time you think that you're so low down, go over here and read that you're seated on a throne. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 So now, he was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement of my peace was upon him and with his stripes, I am healed. That spirit, that spirit, that spirit. Soul says, you got a pain. Soul says, you better go to the doctor. You better let that man tell you what's wrong with you. Then you better, you better, you better act on what he says. And you better put your faith in what he tells you to do. That's the soul. Because see, my intellect tells me this man's got training. 
This man's been to school. This man's been, you know, he's been in the medical field for a number of years. But then I say like my mother, but he practicing medicine. He ain't finished yet. <laughs> he's just practicing. And he ain't going to practice on me. I'm going to the book. <laughs> Amen. So I got to override what my mind says. He says, well, that means that you never listen to a doctor? No. That, that's not what that means. You do whatever you have to do so that you're not uncomfortable, so that you're not in pain, so that you can get up and go do what you need to do. Amen. See, I, 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 ain't, I don't believe in them Amish folk. Long as they got automobiles around here, all I got to do is press a pedal. I ain't riding no snake horse, hitting them with no whip, and he pooping in my face. No, no, that ain't, that ain't got nothing to do with God. I'm sorry, that ain't got nothing to do with God. If they got modern stuff, I'm going to use it. If they got a pill that's going to stop the pain while I'm waiting for the manifestation of my healing, give me the pill. Give me some drugs. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Because that don't have nothing to do with divine healing. It has nothing to do with the spiritual realm. I believe what's in the spirit realm. Amen. 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 I said amen. Hallelujah. Now, if you're in a wheelchair and you can't get up, you believe you can walk. You can try to get up. Amen. Make an attempt. It just may have kicked in. But if it didn't, stay close. Stay close to that chair. <laughs> you need to reach back. You need to reach back. <laughs> Ain't no need in breaking your nose. <laughs> Amen. I, I'm, telling, I'm telling my folk get into foolishness. You don't have to get into foolishness. Go to the book, see what the book says, and believe that. As I said this morning, nobody, absolutely nobody that I know has ever been born again and then doubted. Think about that. All you did was say, Jesus, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I'm saved. Somebody asked you, you saved? Yeah. And you be adamant about it. I'm saved. I'm going to heaven. I am saved. How do you know? Do you feel it? Can you see it? Can you, I mean, is there, is there something? Did you get a goosey bump? I mean, what is it that tells you that you saved? Nothing but the book. Nothing but the book tells you you healed. Oh, yeah. I figured that wake you up, see? Nothing but the book tells you you're healed. You say, I'm saved, and you don't have no evidence other than the book, and you believe it, and you act on it. Oh, God. Hallelujah. 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 So now, 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 when, 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 uh, when Minister White lays hands on you, see, you got to believe the book. You got to believe the book. And I'm purposely doing that because I'm not going to do it. 
Because it ain't me you got to believe. It's the book you got to believe. Whether it's her or her or him or her or him. You got to believe the book. When you believe the book, that's when things are going to happen. Because that's when you get into the spirit. I can close my eyes. I don't care who you are laying hands on me. That's just my point of contact. When I feel that hand. <laughs> See who coming. You know? <laughs> Amen. When I feel that hand. See? I said, bless God, they better get out the way. I'm subject to run them over. Because I got it. I got it right then. See, right then. Right at that instant, I got it. Amen. Now, <laughs> I'm talking about healing. I'm talking about healing. Watch this now. The word says, believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe his prophet, so shall you prosper. Believe his prophet, so shall you prosper. So if the prophet says something good, I choose to believe it, and I shall prosper. Amen. That's word. I said, that's word. That's word. That's word. That can divide soul and spirit. It's the only thing that can divide soul and spirit. Are you with me today? Are you with me? I'm here. I want you to get this, because see, too many of us are walking around still sick. And we don't have to be. And we don't have to be. All we got to do is get into the word. See what the word says. He sent his word and healed me. He sent his word and healed me. Jesus is the word. He sent him already. He did his thing and he went on back. And he went to the throne. And sat down. Normally, when you sit down, you finished. Now, I know some folk that sit down before they even start. But normally, you sit down when you're finished. Amen. Jesus sat down because he was finished. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, Lord, I want to do this other thing so bad I can taste it. My Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I want to do this thing about vision so bad I can taste it. I'm going to give you a taste. I'm going to give you a taste. I got a word. And the word was, what was Jesus' feet? My Lord, where's that thing at? I'm still talking about healing. I ain't change. In, in Hebrews 12. You say, well, why you say that? What's Jesus' vision got to do with it? Well, he received stripes on his back that you might be healed. That you might walk in divine health. And instead of walking in divine health, you're buddying up with all kinds of sicknesses and diseases. Now watch this. Jesus' vision. Hebrews 12. Verse 2. 
looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. That was his vision. That was his vision. To die so he could get to the throne. My vision, your vision, should be to, should be to walk in divine health. Because he died, he suffered, so that I would not have to go through sickness and disease and infirmity. He died. He took stripes. He could have just died. He had to get whipped. But he did that so we wouldn't have to go through sickness and disease. My God. What have we been doing? What have we been doing? At you. Oh, I guess I got a cold coming on. No, you need to jump on it like a bird on a June bug. In the name of Jesus, I resist you. You get off me. Jesus died for me. I don't have to have no cold. I don't have to have no fever. I don't have to have no sickness. I don't have to have no disease. No, you get out of here. I don't accept you in here. So do you, and then you talk to him for a while. Do you know what my Savior did so that he, I didn't have to carry this? Do you know about the stripes that was on his back? One of those stripes covers you, fool. You think I'm going to let you come on me when Jesus died so that this wouldn't happen? No, not by a million years. I resist you. I rebuke you. I, I exercise authority over you, and I plead the blood of Jesus. I'll not have it. I can't tell you the number of times that I felt something coming on and I just began to say things like that and the thing just went away. It just went away. It just went away. Remember that scripture that says the devil walketh about as a roaring lion seeking. That's the key. Seeking. That means he got to look for somebody. He can't just snatch anybody he wants to. He got to look and find somebody. Oh, I see one over there. Ain't believing nothing. They'll accept anything I throw on them. Ain't confessing nothing. Ain't reading. Ain't praying. Ain't studying. Ain't assembling themselves together. Ain't tithing. Ain't doing nothing. I see me one. He walks about seeking. He walks about seeking. Oh, I saw me another one. They don't discern the Lord's body. They talking about the saints. Oh, I see me another one. He's sleeping around. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He walketh about as a roaring lion. Guess what? He's only a roaring lion to the one who ain't ready. Hallelujah. If you know every 
everything ain't in order, he's a roaring lion to you. And you ducking. Hope he don't see me. That's the one. That's the one. He walketh about as a roaring lion seeking, looking for somebody. And he don't quit. Just because he didn't get you today, he'll be back next week. And if your situation has changed next week, if now you are fair game, he coming on you. He coming on you. He's coming on you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I was fast. You can't define fast, can you? You can define brief. <laughs> Amen. So, healing. Only thing it requires is the word. He sent his word and healed me. That's saying the same thing. That's saying the same thing. He sent his word and healed me. So you go to the word. It will divide soul and spirit. And like I said, that works across the board. Dear God, it works across the board. You got to do the same thing. You got to do the same thing. I got to speak to my, my daughter Marie over here. See, because now he, he, he's walking about as a roaring lion, seeking, seeking. I, I'm speaking to her and, and to Martin, but it applies to anybody else in the room. You've taken the step. You've taken the step of faith, and he's going to bring up everything in pos anything possible in your arena to show you that this is going to fail. This gonna, you ain't going to make it. You're going to get tired. When you need it, that's when you're going to get sick. They're going to raise the taxes on you. Your sewer going to collapse. Your car going to break down. Whom resist? Whom resist? Whom resist? There's nothing that can come towards you that has not come to somebody else. That they overcame already. Praise is what I do. <laughs> Can you see it? Can you see it? Praise is what I do. No matter what I'm going through. No matter what comes my way. I praise you. Why? Because I'm going to stay in the spirit. I'm going to stay in the spirit. I'm going to stay in the spirit. There's pain in the soulless realm. There's defeat in the soulless realm. There's lack in the soulless realm. But I can go in the spirit. I said I can go in the spirit and be successful, be on top. Stay in the spirit. Stay in the spirit. So now today, you're armed and dangerous. I said you're armed and dangerous. When Minister White lay hands on you, I want you to be ready. 
If you have to run over, run over. Yeah, run over. Amen. That's right, run over. If she get in the way and you want to jump and shout, run over. Amen. She got to have the faith to handle it. If she can stand up there, she can have the faith to. Uh, listen, I've had to stand up in front of all kinds of things. I've had folk in, in, in Africa, man, I, I would go up to lay hands on her and say, I said, what you say? You talking to me? Oh, yeah. You got to be ready. Ready for whatever comes. I'll cast you out. Come here. Come here. Let that sucker go. Let him go. Amen. I remember this one pastor. He could not get over it. I got up to minister, and, and these folks started carrying on like they in the spirit. It wasn't in nothing but the flesh. And they just falling up. Ah, 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 ah. And I'm trying to preach. You know? And they just, ah, and they falling on the floor. They roll. Ah. I said, you ushers, come here. They said, yes, pastor. I said, throw them out. What? That's the saints. I said, throw them out. I'm in charge. I got the pulpit. I got the mic. Throw them out. They start picking them up by, by legs, by ankles, and, and, then, and they start hauling them out and throwing them out. And they went back, got another one, and threw them out. Straighten it out, boy. We had us a good meeting. Amen. Amen. See, it's what, it's what you allow. See, I wouldn't have been able to preach a word. They've been on the floor screaming and hollering and kind of, oh, Jesus. Hey, Jesus. That demon is in you. Amen. That you've been playing with and buddying up with. I told them, I should throw them out. And that's one thing about them folk in Africa, boy, they obey. If pastors say something, they'll do it. Don't tell them to kill them. They'll, they'll slice them up. I said, throw them out. I couldn't believe it. I grabbed him by the arms and by the legs. And he, he was going, ah, ah, ah. Well, they grabbed him. Oh, you straighten up, huh? <laughs> Throw him out. <laughs> All of a sudden, they wasn't in the spirit no more. We're going to do some of that here. <laughs> hey, man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm getting ready for the crowd, see? You got to be ready for the crowds. I know how to handle them. I know how to handle them. That's right. Amen. They ain't going to be doing that. Sister do that. They ain't going to be screaming and carrying on. And she falling all over. I saw folk in the pew get knocked upside the head. Ah! Bam! Just uh, knocking people out. Carol, you ain't in no spirit. You ain't in no spirit. You just want somebody to see you. I saw you throw them out. Now, that sounds harsh, but it's not. It's not. Now, if somebody is in the spirit, you can tell. You can tell. But when they're not, they're just trying to disrupt the service. That's all they're doing. Amen. Prevent somebody from getting what they came to get. And you can't allow that. Amen. You got responsibility when you stand up here. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's Living by Faith podcast. We trust you received something out of today's message. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at New FMCF. Friend us on Facebook at Faith Mission Christian Fellowship International. And always remember, be not afraid, only believe. For we walk by faith 
and not by sight. Jesus is Lord and he is coming soon.